Too big. 
Lord. We are poor, needy people, but we cry and plead to you, Lord, that you have mercy upon us, that you forgive all our sins, Lord, and all our slothfulness, and Lord. And all, and all our negligence. Lord, you will remember us. That you visit us in a special way. Once again, we desire to see you. May you stir our souls, Lord. Oh, Lord, help us not to be cheated by the flesh. Let us not be cheated by the, by the devil. Let us not be cheated by this world. As it is on its way passing away. Help us, Lord God, to rise and seek your face. And be closer to the Lord God. And lay aside every way. Father, help us, Lord. He had mercy upon us. Put in us all that it needs to, to be done. Tell us where Sikula we need to be stand. Help us, Father. We surrender ourselves to you. Come even tonight, Lord. Speak and bless us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. Let us turn in the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 4. Begin with verse 1. If thou wilt return, or 
Israel, says the Lord, return unto me, and if thou wilt put away thine abominations out of my sight, then shalt thou not remove. Bono jukiranga, bono kirizao kukoma o gwe Israeli, bwayogira mukama, irinze jolida, iravono jawe mizizo jo mumaso gange, kale toli julukuka. And thou shalt swear, the Lord liveth in truth, in judgment and in righteousness. And the nations shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall they glory. Awolira irangati mukama ngabwari yomulamu mazima nemu mosango, nemu botukirivu, nama wanga nesu irango mukisamu ye, iramu ye mwibane nyumirizanga. For thus says the Lord, to the men of Jerusalem, break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Kubanga watu wa yugira mukama, watu wa watu mukama wa gamba basajaba yuda ne Jerusaleminti mukabare etakali ya muiritali deme sote musigenga mumagua. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord and take away the foreskins of your heart, ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Lest my fury come forth like fire, and burn that know that none can quench it, because of the evil of your doings. Mwe komole erimukama mojao ebikuta ebiyemiti majamwe, mwe abasajaba yuda na bali mu Yerusalemi. Ichiru ichanga chileme okufuru mango mlioni chocha niwata ba yinza okuchizikiza ulobubi ulobi kurabia mwe, ulobubi ulobi kurabia mwe. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of His word. You may be seated. I want to call this sharing uh, the revival that we need. Amen. Amen. We need revival. But what kind of revival? Uh, in the scripture we have read, God is telling his people to return. And to him. And put our abominations. Sometimes back we saw what it means to return to the Lord. In the book of Malachi said, Chapter 3 he says uh, Turn to me I will turn to you And uh, we saw When we are sharing that That God never leaves his people But it is the people who leave him And when you leave him He stays there And he will wait for you And when you come to look for him you have to remember where you left him and when you go back that's where you'll find him we saw how the parents of Jesus we call them parents but we know they were guardian parents how they went a three days journey without Jesus. 
and they went through the skin folks and friends and they were looking for him they didn't find him until when they went back to the original place and when they reached the temple that's where they found him because that's where they last had him amen amen so where did you last leave Jesus? Do you know you can walk a long journey without him? Because you are supposed to have experience with him every day. And backsliding can take long to be realized. You can backslide without knowing your backslider. But when you last prayed honestly, when you last fasted, when you last, last was humble, and careful to observe his commandments, then that's when you last had him. And unless you go back, you will not find him, you will not see him. So here he tells these people to return. And he said uh, they, 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 they should break up their fallow ground. And so not amongst thorns. What is fallow ground? Fallow ground is a place that was once tilled but has been left west for some time until it grows weeds and grows thorns and it becomes hard. That is the ground. And God is telling them to break that ground. He tells them don't sow in thorns. Because it will kill it. In other words, don't seek to do any good work. Don't try to come worship. Pay your tithe of and sing and worship. When you know there is a condition in your heart that is unbroken. There is sin. There is worldly life. There is Indifference. Indifference. How, how, how do you put that? What is indifference? Indifference. Yeah, that. Oh. Luganda is as its limits. But indifference is not even exactly what Brother Nathan has said. You know, uh, when you are in that condition, that is fallow ground. 
Indifference may be where you don't you feel like he has said. Indifference brother Nathan It may be that you have indifference about about everything. About church. About others. You have that indifference. Yeah. That kind of a condition. You see, that is fallow ground. Amen? Amen. Now, don't start showing there. You've indulged in things a Christian should not indulge in. Amen? Amen? Brother Brown said, when they stop uh, doing the things when they stop uh, doing the things they used to do, and they start doing things that they should not do initially, they change their manner of dress, they get mindful of what the world thinks of them, than what God thinks about them. Amen? Then there are the signs of revival death. They change their manner of dress. They let the cry out to reach out, the cry to reach out in the spirit. They relax on the person of the word. They relax. Amen. Amen. When they're there, that's backsliding. So, as long as you are backsliding in your heart, so God said, don't start now doing good works. Don't start just sewing up in that condition. First break up that fallow Break it. Repent. Put things right. Go back. Uproot those stumps. Uproot the thorns. Gather them. If you have indifference with the that brother, that sister. sister. Clean up. Go to them. Clear, clean yourself. Reconcile. You cannot find God when you have bitterness with that brother. You can't. Settle that. Go to that person. Settle that Tell him, brother, when this and this and this happened, I have not been feeling right. Pray for me that I may get right. Confess one to another. Break up those fallow grounds. Then, when you sow your seed, it will be falling in right ground. That is the revival that we need. We need a cleaning up. 
We need to confess our sins. We need to put things right. We get desperate. And clean our life. That's what we need. We need to stone the knees. Cry to God until Tuka we get a Anyway, I want to depend many, most on the quotes that are here. And uh, now listen. Now in this great Welsh revival that started that was a jubilee time for the Welsh people. There started just a bunch of illiterate people just preaching the gospel. And the power and the glory of God began to fall until businessmen would go to work and sit down at their desk and weep like babies and close their business. Farmers in the field would be sitting on their plows or plowing. They would be sitting on their plows or plowing they would stop their teams and get out in the field. Rank sinners and raise up their hands. And cry out for mercy. People walking on the roads and everywhere. We shall started blowing and everything else. There was a revival on. That's what America needs tonight. Yeah, that's what this church needs. Tonight. We need that condition where we lack, even we lose appetite. Where we go to work. And we weep. Just feeling we need God. Just feeling the condition. Just getting that feeling. Oh, pass me not. That's what we need. That broken condition. Amen. Amen. That's what we need. It doesn't need a Billy Graham. America does not need a Billy Graham. Our child does not need some preacher. No particular kind of preacher. That's not what we need. Not a Billy Graham. Not some manifestation. Not some this and that. Not some healings. Not some prophecies. We need that. But that's not what we need now. You know you are getting surprised. Do you mean that? I mean that. We've seen with miracles. We've seen Pentecostals with gifts of the Holy Spirit. We've seen them with fire, fire, fire. But yet they have no God. It is something on the surface. It finds you weak. 
Sinner, it leaves you sinner. That's not what we need. What we need is no prayer. We need a miracle. Results of the real kind of revival that we need. We need miracles. We need gifts of the Holy Spirit. But let those come as a result of the real revival. Revival is a hard condition. Revival is not a fruit But it's a seed What we are talking about Of gifts Of power Of manifestation Of this and that Those are fruits We need the fruits But that's not what we need now Before we can talk of fruits We need the seed We need the seed sown in the ground and we need the plant and that plant will yield those fruits Amen Amen that's what we need. That's why Brother Branham said. If God would ask me, what thing would you want these people to have? I'm going to make you answer for them. What you desire that they can have? Do you want them to shout? He said, Yes. I want every one of them to shout. Do you want them all to speak? In tongues. He say yes. I want every one of them to speak in tongues. Do you want them to dance in the spirit? He said yes. I would want every one of them to dance in the spirit. He said that's right. That's good. But what would you rather have them do? He said I'd rather have a church. That had such a burden for prayer. That they stayed on this altar. And would be here day and night. Why don't I look for that quote? And just read it. Yeah. That's the revival that we need. Oh, that's what we need. Not a Billy Graham. See Billy Graham. Yeah, no, we don't, that's not what we need. Not some ministry, not some preacher. Not some gift, not some power. Let it come as a result. If you can be good day. Let it come as a result. Let gifts come as a result. Amen. Amen. If there is any ministry or any preacher, the Let 
Him come and cause that. If whatever we need is something that will cause that, that will cause that conviction and people repenting and people turning from sin and people become prayerful and people seeking the presence of God and people are forsaking sin that's what we need if we can have that whatever bring that Whatever will bring that. Whether it is a minister, whether it is a preacher, whatever can cause that in our hearts. That's what we need. That's what we need. We need, we don't need fruits. We need a plant. Amen. Amen. He said, now I would say this, if I would say this morning, this group of people say, now look, Oh, 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 we can begin somewhere. Oh my, it's going to become a long... The question came to Brother Branham. Brother Branham, I want to know a place where I can tie down and say this man has the Holy Ghost because he did this. Oh, this woman has the Holy Ghost because she did that. He said there is no way in the world to know to know it. That's right. There is no way in the world for you to know it. God is the judge. We are not to judge but to preach the gospel. A fellow came to me some time ago. I was preaching about I said the other night he came up to my house. He said brother Branham I want I want to get rid of my sins. I want to be a Christian. He said on my porch. He said I heard about a great man in a, uh, an interdenominational only man by the name of Billy Graham. He said I went to his meeting. He said all want to become a Christian. He said oh, want to become a Christian. Lord, Christ as personal savior. So I raised up my hand. He said oh, stand have a prayer. So I stayed and prayed just as sincere as I could be. He said, and he said, I don't do, and said, didn't do me any good. He said, then I went down to Robert's meeting. He said, I heard him, uh, I heard of him. And I heard they all had such joy. Say, I went down to Roberts Robert and asked him, What must I do to become a Christian? He said, You get back in there. I told him, I, had just, I, just, I just held up my hand at Billy Graham's. He said, you stay in that inquiry room until you're so happy and speak with your tongue. He said, I went in there and I prayed till I spoke with my tongue. He said, and I came up didn't do me 
any good. He said, and then I went to another meeting. And they told me I hadn't been sanctified yet. Say, I have to get sanctified and get happy and sound. Get enough job. Till I shouted, but yet still, I said, brother, every one of those things are correct. Every one of them are good. Holding up your hand, shouting, shouting, I believe in every bit of it. But yet, that's not the thing. See, it's accepting the person. Christ Jesus. It's not the things are attributes. You see, we are saying what we need now is not attributes. Although attributes we need them. We want them. But I'm saying now that's not the main thing. Let attributes come from the real thing, from the sin. Shouting, speaking, dancing, shouting, crying, praying, whatever. That's just attributes that follow. The first thing is to accept the person Christ Jesus. There is no evidence that you could say because a man cries. I've seen men cry and cry and cry crocodile tears and he's just still just as big a sinner as he could be. Listen, Jesus has now Jesus has nothing but sheep. Is that right? The sheep knows just his. The shepherd knows his sheep. Anybody here ever hear a God cry? Brother, you better be a shepherd. If you want to know the difference, a God will cry just exactly like a sheep. Let a little old Billy God get hung up out there somewhere. And a little sheep on one side going bah. And then bah. Just the same. And I've had them down at the altar. Just uh, crying and crying. Sobbing. Away like that. Oh God. And a God all the time. That's right. Shouting. Well, man. I've seen them shout till they just and they run across the floor and just run down. And you say, Brother Branham, you don't believe in crying. Don't take me wrong. Sure, I believe in crying. But I'm saying that's not the evidence. In other words, the gods will cry and the sheep will cry. The hypocrites cry and the genuine Christian will cry. You cannot condemn crying. You cannot condemn shouting. You cannot condemn it. It's the thing of God. 
But the hypocrites do it. And the genuine people do it. Amen. Amen. They both cry. I've seen them shout. Just as hard as they could shout. Yes, Just carrying on like that. There is a long ways. You know what I'm talking about. I've had them speak with the tongue. Go out and live in a kind of a life. Just do anything. That was no sign. In other words, a genuine thing for a genuine Christian, it will give you the life of Christ. It will give you the life of the word. If the Bible tells you, you turn away your face, your eyes from a woman, you will do that. If the Bible says, love your neighbor, it will do that. If the Bible says, forgive those who offend you, you will do that. Amen. Amen. Because you are you are a Christian. The seed of God abides in you. Amen. Amen. And when you shout, you shout because. Amen. The joy of the Lord is in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. So. But you say, well, you are, gamba. you are against it. No, I I believe in speaking tongues. It's God is given in the church. I've seen people who condemn it. Even some indifferent people in the church. I've seen them criticize. People who shout. And run around. But they themselves. Are you have no right to condemn it. If you don't have it. Brother Branham, here he looks as if he's condemning him. But no one could outshout out him. Amen. Amen. Paul, one time he was putting tongues in order. Tongues in order. And he said, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. He believed it. Brother Branham here seems to be condemning Christ. But he says many times he feels like crying. He drives to the mountain. He packs there his He gets on the rock. He cries like a baby. But yet he was saying that's not the evidence. Amen. Amen. The sheep cry and the goat cry. Amen. Amen. But the life is the evidence. No, I'm not. I believe in speaking tongues. Amen. Amen. If I would take it out, I would take a part of God out. If I take my tongue, my tongue out of my body, here, it wouldn't have a complete body. The blood of Jesus Christ has tongues in it. The blood of Jesus Christ has. Uh, he repeats, it has tongues. And you take it out. Take God, part of Christ out. But you still hasn't. 
you still can't say that that's the body. Amen. Amen. You can't say that's the body. The body is more than just a tongue. The body is more than just a finger. But it's accepting the person. And what is accepting the person is to receive Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit come in your life and he lives his life in you that's what accepting the person is when he says accepting the person he's not talking about accepting Jesus as personal savior everybody claims that every sinner claims that he talks about accepting the person he accepting him opening for him receiving him welcoming him in your life Amen Amen He's accepting the person of Christ, Jesus Christ and then the things come right on in and they will fit together let us remember in this church let every member in this body let this, morning, let this little group of people we could, we could just pull the curtains down along each side along each side and every person in here receive the person Christ Jesus there would never be a fuss there would never be a, no argument there would just be perfect love you mean people will not offend you anymore people offend you but if the love of God is in you love suffers amen you still love them and you still pray for them you will not call them names you will not stay out you will not separate yourself no you feel you long for them that is God but if you feel there are people you don't want to associate with. There are people you don't want to be close to. Because you think they are wrong. It is you that is wrong. It is you. The problem is with you. Amen. But if you have Christ. 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 Loved even the wrong. Amen. There was, uh, uh, there will never be a fast. There will never be an argument. Be perfect love. That's what it means. To have fellowship. Amen. Oh, I long to have some time. There are things I feel on my heart. That I should have my... My, 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 sometime to emphasize them to this church. We better not go into new things. When the old genuine principles of Christianity are still failing. And then we go into deep things and, and mysteries and powerful things and things. 
We better not go there. We better go on these simple things. Repeat them and emphasize them. And emphasize them. Amen. Amen. That would be perfect love. Among the believers. Let us return to God. Where the church leave him. Here the prophet's house many quotes where he said. He left him at Pentecost. Do you know even Jesus Christ was left in the temple. When they had gone on the feast of Pentecost. So. Brother Brown said even now We left Jesus at Pentecost What was it at Pentecost? They were in one place And they were in one account No one was indifferent No one was separating himself from another No one was pulling himself away No one was biting another No one was criticizing another And I tell you church That time should repeat Where we are We are in one place And have things common And we are saying the same thing We are in agreement And our language is one We are saying same thing We have same judgment Same judgment of things We defend the same thing We defend the same idea But said Be clannish Be clannish How do you put that in Uganda? Clannish as clannish as you can be. The people who segregate themselves and make them groups, themselves groups, they say we are Batoro. For us, we are Baganda. And you separate yourself and you love your own selves because you are only Baganda. And you separate from other people because for you, you are Baganda. Now you are clannish. You have made up your clan of Baganda one side. And you love yourselves much more. You take care of yourselves much more because you are the same. You are of the same group. Now, if you are clannish in church, and you make such a group, that is of the devil. But again, we are allowed, we are commanded as a whole church to be clannish. As a whole church, that we are so close together as one group, as one group of believers, as speckled bad group. Amina. Amen. You separate yourselves from the world and the acts of the world and the people of the world and the relatives. But you feel you, now this is my brother, this is my sister. We are, you are clannish, you are brother and sister in Christ. 
you know that you are a different and special peculiar bird so be clannish you pull together Amen. as clannish as you can be they were in one place with one mind they were sharing all things equally that is Pentecost they were in one place they have one idea they share everything equally they have one language same mind that is how Pentecost was we, we have to go back to Pentecost Amen. Amen. We have to go back to Pentecost. That is the will of God. That is where they left God. Anani and Safira. Anani and Safira. When they wanted to bring in a different spirit, they died. Anani and Safira. Anani and Safira. They have to die. May our Lord be praised. The church. We know there are three kinds of believers in the church. Not where you, 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 you look at somebody as an unbeliever. Those three kinds of believers, it's God who knows them. But as believers, we should look at everybody as a Uganda. Every brother or sister. And if there is any reason that would make you not look at him as a brother, it must not be hanging and be left there. And say, the church we they are also children of the devil. I think he, belong, he also no. belongs to the devil. No. If you think somebody is of the devil, you have to correct him. That was not at Pentecost. Where were the children of the devil at Pentecost? They used to know themselves that we belong to God and the other part group. They were in one accord. They were one. Praise be to the name of our Lord. They were one. They were in one. And a brother was a brother. Brother Branham Nagam. Olugana Branham said. That in fellowship. If there is anyone that you know something about. That is not right. And he says even if it's a feeling. You have a feeling. Towards that person. He says you will give an accountability for that person or the judgment for that person for that sin. You shouldn't have any person that you have a bad feeling towards. You have to be that when you look into the congregation from the first law, they are God's children. They are all second row. They are God's children. Up to the last row. All the rows and cows. They are God's children. If there is someone. That you not to be a hypocrite. And then you keep quiet. You cover it up. 
You excuse. No, chigumi, no, you will answer that objection. That's how fellowship should be. There is no fellowship. If someone is there, it is controlling. It is your duty to help him be right. You have to go to him. You have to correct him. You have to wrestle it. Until you win him. If he refuses. Becomes complicated. What does the prophet say? Take somebody else. If he doesn't change. Out. It brought to the church. And the church will dismiss him. And then he said. God says, if you dismiss him down there, I will dismiss him up here. God is waiting on you. You dismiss him up there. He dismisses him up. You, if you keep him, it's up to you. Amen. God considers him to be part of you. But if he's controlled, God stays out. Because you want that sinner. And he's polluting the place. And God will not come to pollute the place. So he stays away. Because you want him. If you want God back. Deal with that one. Deal with that Akan. When Akan is out. Then God will come. Amen. That's the principle. But it should be that everybody. Whether you be your brother. Whether you be your child. Whether it be your husband, you know he's walking right. If he's not walking right, it is your responsibility to handle it. That is the Pentecostal church. Because everybody must be a brother. Actually, to ignore you, to ignore you. And say, how, how do I know this could be a child of Satan? That is judging you and Uko, condemning you. So, mm, whatever he does, it's up to him. Why do I bother with him? Sometimes Maybe people misunderstand. When we excommunicate people, we are giving them a test because we love them. If they are of God, let them be out there. Let them come to themselves. Let them have a chance of being dealt with so that they crawl in. But keeping them here when they are children of the devil is not safe for them. If they are of God, it will help them to be out. Because Brother Ron said, if they are of God, God will deal with them. And then they come back. But if you say, let him be there. If he's not a uh, child of God, yeah, why, why throw him out? He's not a child of God to begin with. Then you're condemning him. Give him a chance to be out in the hands of Satan. If he's a child of 
the devil, all the same, is a child of the devil. Let him be there, permanently there with his devil. And Brother Bram said, then the devil will take him finally to his eternal place. But if he's a child of God, you've given him a chance now to, uh, to come out, to come, to, to come in. Yeah, you've given him a chance to come in. Amen. To come. Amen. Amen. So there will be just a perfect love. That's the will of God. The church to be in perfect love. Every brother is a brother. Every Amen. Amen. There is respect among one another. The respect to one another. The respect the deacons. The respect to the elders in the church. That is how church should be. Yet you will you will still believe this and believe that. But it will just be so full of love. That's it. Now Jesus said, But the fruits you shall know them. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, love, gentleness. Now, I will give you my estimation of what I think the closest thing to an evidence that a man is a Christian than anything I know of. You know what it is? It's to avail of soul. Amen. A person that is always so hungering and thirsting for God. They just simply day and night. They just can't stand it. Now brother Abraham said that is his estimation of the closest thing to an evidence. Remember he said there is no particular thing you can use for an evidence. No. No shouting. No speaking tongues. Not crying. Not this, not that. But now he said the closest you know the recent one. But the closest is this. Travail of soul. Travail of soul. It's the closest evidence that this man is a Christian. This woman is a Christian. This boy is a Christian. This girl is a Christian. He said Agamba. Uh, a person that is always so hungering and thirsting for God. Can you have that? Hungering and thirsting. And you, you just come on Sunday. And instead of walking to church, after work, you walk home. And you can. Rather late. Brother Richard is like this. When he's approaching eight. But if better late than never. If you have hunger, 
You have fast. You better read there. Watch your And say the closing prayer. Okay. A person that is ever hungry, thirsting for God. That's why sometimes we can just know who is who. We look at how much you have. How much thirst you have. We test your hunger for God, for the world, for fellowship. Then we know who you are. Amen. So hungering and thirsting for God. Day and night. They can't stand it. They got, to, they got to do something for God. They are full of love. And they're just a sort of veil. Just availing all the time. The Bible says, He that goeth forth sowing, will doubtless return again, rejoicing, bringing with him presence. Is that right? Now, look. Uh, if I would say this morning this little group of people and God say now look William Branham and I'm going to make you answer to that people what you tell them do you want them all to shout? So I want them to shout. Do you want them all speaking tongue with I want every one of them to. Do you want them all to dance in spirit? I want every one of them to. All right. Well, that's very good. But what would you rather have them to do? I'd rather have a church. That had such a burden on their heart for prayer. That they just stayed at this altar. And would be here. Not somewhere else. Be here. Day and night. And then you say, you mean coming to church is what makes you a Christian? Yes. If you are a Christian, you can, your mom, your dad cannot leave you in the house sleeping Friday overnight and you just relax in your bed and you blanket on your head and you are a Christian. Never. It's not possible. It's not possible. If it's possible, the prophet is a liar. He says the closest thing to an evidence is someone who hangs day and night and he would be here. They long to be in church. Praying. Seeking the first of God. When you find a church, when they no longer come spend night praying, let them not deceive you. Those deceivers, those liars, and say, No, me, uh, I love God. I love God, and I know Him. Knowing God does not mean to be church. That's what it will cause. It will cause that. If you love him. If you are alive. 
spiritually alive, it will cause that. You can't just settle at home. Hey, come on, trust me to be. Trust me to be a bit spiritual. The what I'm telling you is the will, is the mind of God. I can find many scriptures. So many quotes of the prophet. He said you cannot say you love God. And you sit at home. Wednesday night. Let's go to church. And have fellowship with your brother. Amen. Amen. So there is no way. You can say you, are, you, are, you love God. You are spiritually healthy. And you, you ignore. You despise. Fellowship. You despise the word of God. You despise prayer. The more healthy you are spiritually, the more prayerful you are. There is a saying that a sinning man will stop praying. You start indulging in sin, 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 the spirit of prayer leaves you. You can't even pray. You lack even words. You lack even the the fire, the vigor, the unction. You lack even the vocabulary to pray. Why? Sin has choked your prayer life. Prayer is a spiritual element. And sin chokes it. It pierces it. It kills it. But when you get it spiritual, the language for prayer develops. The dynamics in prayer develops. The language, the vocabulary develops. Amen. Amen. The fire develops. It should be the other way around. That when you are, sin, you are in sin, you pray more. Because you getting, you want to get rid of it. No. Sin kills it. Because prayer is spirituality. Sin kills spirituality. Prayer is godliness. We don't pray just to get rid. No, we pray because that is the nature of godliness. Prayer is the nature of godliness. So when you are godly, the spirit of prayer is on you. You, you need to pray and you don't, you can't stop. You want to stop but the grip is too strong but you don't want to, to stop. You seek to stop and you can't stop. All the Pentecostals would kneel down to pray from 7 to 7. And it's just like this. He has entered that life. It has taken over. Let that same person start sinning. That thing will die. 
die. It will die. Even the desire to come to church, it will die. Why they don't want to come to church is because they are sinners. They are in sin. That's why they don't want to come to church. Let them not deceive you. You cannot just start losing appetite for food when you are not sick. Amen. Amen. So, prayer. A sinning man will stop praying. But a praying man will stop sinning. Praying man will stop sinning. Oh, just pray and enter that overdrive. Pray and enter that realm. You will wonder how weak sin is how temptation how weak temptation is how powerless it is just enter that realm get lost in God Amen prayer it's a sweet burden it's a burden that is sweet oh hallelujah Amen. They rather have a church that has such a burden on their heart for hey, prayer. You know, we'll go, 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 the yes, of this altar will be here day, day and, and night. night. This altar hey, is not talking about altar at home. Not altar, not altar at home. We shall reach that one because it's also important. We shall reach that one. But at the moment, I'm quoting We'll stay on this. This altar. I feel so bad. That speckled bird is backsliding. That you don't longer come at night and you find people. All the altar here. And the church full of people praying. It should be like that. Amen. Amen. It should be like that. Come on. Arise out of your place. Come back to church. And pray. Pray. Stay here. Day and night. Leave your house alone. Leave your wife. Leave your husband. Tell him I'm going to church. Amen. Amen. By a prayer combat. By a prayer combat. Something suitable to pray the conditions of the night. Come to church and pray. Pray, pray, pray. Come the following night. You will be surprised. God will begin to speak to you. Angels will begin to appear to you. You will overcome those habits. You will overcome those temptations. Pray. Pray. You don't have to do it with another person. You don't have to wait for uh, your neighbor. One person. If you can enter that tube, it's enough 
to influence the whole church is enough to cause a revival. Oh, hallelujah. He will change the atmosphere. We say God has no speak to us, we are not prophet. God does not speak to us, we are not prophet. We are not gifted. Some of them are not just gifted. Not gifted. No, but they are prayerful. When you become prayerful, you don't have to be gifted. No, no. You have to be closer to God. God will start speaking to you. It is not strange. It is not strange for God to start speaking to you. And you start telling us, God told me this. God told me this. I asked God what to do about this. And God told me this. And God told me this. God will begin to talk to you. He wants to talk to everybody. The fellowship that God had with Adam and Eve. He wants it to continue with everybody. He wasn't fellowshipping with Adam and Eve because he was a prophet. Because his subconscious and conscience was close like that. Like a prophet. Born a prophet, no. Because he was a child of God. And God will come in every color of the earth. And he would fellowship with him. Jesus Christ has restored whatever Adam lost. Whatever Adam lost, you claim it. He lost his sonship. Claim it. He lost the spoken word, creative power. Claim it. He claimed he, he lost fellowship with God. He, he lost a leap to ear communion. It is yours. Amen. Amen. You can claim it and we will have Amen. it. Amen. But if you have to have it, he said, mm, I'd rather have a church that has such a better prayer. Maybe I have a prayer that the state of this order would be here there and and everything else. And in their house and goes constantly And in their house was constantly in prayer. What is killing us are these traditional prayers. Let us pray for food. Let us pray as we go to sleep. Let us pray as we wake up. Somebody lead us in a word of prayer. That's what is feeding us. Have something more than that. Reach a realm in prayer. Where even when you go to bed, after you have prayed and prayed, your lips are still moving and your heart is moving until your sleep takes you when you are in that world of prayer be lost in prayer that's what we need amen I'd rather have such a ch uh, church that has such a burden on their heart for prayer that they just stayed at this altar be here Day and night. Day and night. And everything else. And in their house. Was constantly in prayer. And humble. And trying to get people come to God. Oh and humble. 
Ngaba wombefu. Hambo. Mawombefu. Not haughty. Siba malala. Not arrogant. Siba gulumi. Not know it all. Not we other people. Humble. Humble. Amen. Amen. Oh, may the Lord give us such families. People that are humble. Humble. Was constantly in prayer. And trying to get people come to God. And making calls to the hospital. And visiting the sick. And trying to get people come to church. And do right. Oh, hallelujah. Humble. Seeking to win souls to God. I feel there is a lot we could speak about that. I wonder how many people here that are training their children to help the needed people. That train their children to be humble. That train their children to win souls. But you can say you can teach them the greatest and the main thing on earth is to win souls. To, to work for God. And trying to get people come to church. And do right. Somebody trying to get people come to church. That is the right state of a believer. Everyone, every believer struggling to bring someone come to church and be right. Brother Brown said if you are not winning souls you are barren. And rather be barren physically than spiritually. Because physically some of you have failed even to win your children to God. And if you are barren physically. But not spiritual. You have children in glory. But if you have children physical. You have children physical. Oh how it bothers us. You have physical children. But physical children. Some, you, you, some people will go to heaven without even a single child. They live here. Amen. Amen. But if you have spiritual. Amen. Amen. You will find, you will go with them there. Brother Brown said, every soul you win to Christ, when he starts shining in glory, your name will be wrapped in him. Amen. Amen. That is your child when you brought to Christ. How many here have a convert here? Raise your hand. You have a comfort. I'm not talking about your husband. Or your wife. Something more than that. Raise up your hand. About nine. You cannot spend years and years in church. Live alone But a full year. It means you are a barren tree. 
The life of Christ cannot be in you. The true life of Christ, the genuine life. And it does not change others. It's not possible. It's not possible. My first time to go into a Balokole church, I went with a convert. Because when I got saved, I started winning souls right away. It's not possible. You spend a year and another year without a person to Christ. It means in you there is no seed. spiritually. I'm not just abusing you. Abusing, I'm just straight speaking spiritual. You are sterile. You are like a sterile man. In, in, uh, the way it will be in uh, manhood ways. You have no life. You are If you are sweet potato, is that rotten? You are rotten. Mm -mm, mm -mm, not rotten. No. So I got to remember that one. Over my wood teaching to chill out, you touch your yard, chat it now, sunny love, chill out. But a living thing, chill out dynamic is dynamic. Something dynamic. that has life is dynamic. Praise be to the name of our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. When we ask for preachers to raise up your hand, they, they raise up their hands. Never raise up your hand again. You call yourself a preacher. You've never won a soul. I don't care whether you preach every day. But if you are a preacher, you have day. to be winning souls. Amen. Amen. It's not possible. Now you convince us that you are a preacher. And we count you Now we give you a pulpit preacher. You don't start from here. Uh -uh. No, sir. What is in you and can help our lives can also grip a sinner and convict him or Amen. Making calls to the hospital and trying to get people come to church and do right. I'd rather have that than all the other put together. Though the other is right, it belongs in the church. But if I, I had to have it, I'd put that first. Because if you got that, the other will take place. If you got that, if you just get so hungry for God, shouting will take place. If you got so hungry for God, speaking will take place. If you got so hungry for God, you just keep on hungering. Do you see that even the others will come? 
when you have this. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Now let us go back to the Welsh revival. That's what America did tonight. America That's what this church needs. That's what Billy Graham. No, I don't need a Robert. What it needs tonight is the Holy Spirit moving among us, the people. Claiming the year of freedom. Claiming the year of freedom. Do you know what that means? The year of freedom is the year of uh, liberty. It's the year of release. You are released. You are released from your taskmaster. Who is your taskmaster? It is that spirit that causes you to commit fornication. It is that spirit that causes you to watch immoral videos and pictures. It is that spirit that causes you to drink. Yes. Of recent I learned there are teenagers among us who go to drink and they drink and they come back. You can never know them here. But they drink. They go to disco. And they dance. And they drink. And they're members of Speckled Bad. So, you are bound. You are bound. The year of freedom is to set you free from that bondage. From that Taskmaster. That, that thing that is causing you to do that. Because it is not you doing it. It is the devil. It is the devil doing that in you. And he has held you captive. Until he wants to take you to hell. But the year of freedom. Is set free. Being set free from oh, that. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. That's right. Doesn't need a new organization. Doesn't need a new setup. The only thing it needs is the Holy Spirit to come in convicting power. Convicting power. Salvation comes by conviction. Not these people being because you are hand ready handed. And say, I'm, I'm, now I'm sorry. There's no conviction. There. Salvation comes from conviction. We need the power. The convicting power in here. And people hating sin. And people being troubled by sin. And sin is like poison in their lives. It's burning them up. And they come up to repent. You could preach the gospel till you turn gray. 
You could work signs and wonders till you turn gray. Except God gets out amongst the people and goes to moving. That means we can preach the gospel and God is not the people. And God is not in the people. We can perform miracles. And God is not the people. Miracles taking place is not the sign of revival. No. God is a healer. But he was a healer in Israel. They walked for 40 years in the wilderness. Every day was a day of miracle. The food they ate was a miracle. The clothes were a miracle. The water they drank was miracle. Miracle every day. And yet, many of them, God was not happy. They were idolaters. They were adulterers. They were politicians. Amen. Amen. Why? When that revival started, a minister went down the place where there was a culvert. They crossed the road. He stopped his horse. Got over his cal- this culvert. And said, oh might wait over. And said, oh mighty God. This city is all polluted down here. So cause every man. Woman. The process over this car to fall and the the conviction by your spirit. He went and got a good faithful warrior. Stuck him under that place to stay in there. Day and night, fasting and praying. We are talking about conviction. We are talking, we are not talking about fear. Some people, they fear hell. Some people, let me give you an example. Recently, we had a brother here. Preacher with a gift that can see things. And people fear. And fear. And by that, they think that they are being helped. Yes, it can help. But just because you are fearing to be exposed, this one is an adulterer. And then you come to pastor. That does not mean that you are repentant. That does not mean that you are converted. No, you have feared. There are some, some ones here. I was going to use a strong word. There are someone's here. I told them, I need to see you to see me. We talk more. They have never bothered. 
they don't they, they, they don't fear i mean they don't they are not convicted they are still sinners but if you are convicted if you are not baptized you can go and seek one to baptize you even if it's at night. You don't want the next day to come before. If it is repentance, you don't have peace. You must confess it. You don't want another son to rise and before. You have put it right. That is conviction. No fear. No. No. Police being so vigilant does not convert sinners. I mean, police thieves, they can fear. But they are sinners all the same. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Cain was right in the presence of God. But he did not repent. I know fellows here that we talked and said, Yes, now, now I'm busy. Uh, but I'll come. And I meet them every day. And they, have, they don't care. They, 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 are not, they are not sure that they are right. But they don't care. Because they feel there is nothing to fear. They are not Christians. Those people are not Christians. Let me tell you, if you're a Christian and you have your conviction, you want to be sure. You will, you will hunt for your pastor. You will hunt for him. And you tell him everything. And you're willing to be guided. What can I do? What shall I do to be right? That's how it will be. You remember on the day of Pentecost. Men and brethren. What shall we do? That's what it means. But you find these Ishmael's. Very difficult. Very heady. High-minded. Wild. Wild, indifferent, and temable. And guidable. No conviction. And without conviction, you cannot be cured. He went on in the city and asked his permission to ask blessing at the table. Before the dinner was served, he said, said all right. And his students said, Lord God, cause every man. Now let me tell you. 
If you are just comfortable by being in church and hiding your life, let me tell you, you are wasting your time. You are wasting your time. I can I can I can almost call names. And say you, 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 you. You are wasting your time. You are you are a hypocrite. You are a pretender. Just a make believer. You you know. If you are a true Christian, you should have come up already. To seek help. You know the life you are living. I have your names here, but I don't want to But if you can hide and cover yourself and seek a plaster on the top of the rotten wound and you pretend and God bless you. That is not salvation. That's religion. Amen. 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 A true Christian, if he falls, he will run to look for his pastor. He can, he can knock his door midnight. I'm in trouble. In trouble. What is it? I've kissed a woman. I've been kissed by a man. Help me. I'm in trouble. That's a true Christian. That's a savable vessel. That's a Christian. That's a child of God. You remember Nelly when he went to the disco? Came running. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill. I'm in trouble. Please, Bill. It was like she has been beaten by a snake. And Brother Brown prayed for her. And, and that was just falling in the hands of a man. In, in a disco. She entered and she falling herself in the hands of a man. Ah, I'm a Christian. This is wrong. The other day God said, have done this. She went to look for help. Bill, 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 That's a Christian. But what about this reprobate? Who, who drink and commit fornication and still stay in church? He went on in the city. 
before the dinner was served and his students said Lord God cause every man and every woman at this table come under conviction and it was said and wrote by papers Men would pass over the cover, horses on the road and start weeping and crying. Men and women would come to the table and sit down to eat to get their food and push it back would weep and cry and repent. That's the kind of revival that we need tonight. Where God gets out among the people. Uh, let me tell you. A person who has been pardoned. You, you just need to get time to console that person. Sister. Sister. Believe the Lord, He forgave you. The Lord forgave you. They don't even easily get consolation that they've been forgiven. Oh, no. Sin is still disturbing them. And it's as if they've been poisoned. You struggle to console that person to make them believe. Didn't you confess? You will believe that you were forgiven. Believe you were forgiven. But this way, who hurry to say, I was forgiven. Ah, leave me alone, I was forgiven. They are not pardoned. They are not forgiven. They are not forgiven. The other time here, there's a guy who came here in this line. And she told me her, her sins. I told her you. You have to meet me. And I get time to talk to you. That is how when I will pray for you. Now. I think she had the preacher say. You've been forgiven. I told you, you have, you have to meet me. Your category needs a, a, a private interview. interview. And I wrote to her, sister, sister, I want to meet you. She told me, over what? Kuchi. By the way, I first told her. God bless you, sister. Sister, God bless you. God bless you. Now Sister, sister. You know I needed to meet you. I'm busy. busy. But uh, anyway, tell me over what? Kuchi. Children of Satan. Satan. I ask her. If your father calls to meet you, can you ask him, Kuchi? Anyway, I told her, anyway, 
You remember I asked you to meet you in that place. If it is about what I confessed, I can't imagine that is how she If it means what I confessed, Brother Elijah said it is finished. Brother Elijah What's wrong? What's wrong with we human beings trying to complicate things? Digging up sins of others that are, that are in the sea of forgetfulness. That person is not forgiven. You know, sometimes such kind of things can prick me. And I just say, if I, if I be a man of God, Elijah told, told that son of Jezebel. He told his forces. If I be a man of God. Let fire come from heaven. There are some people. You feel they don't deserve to ever call you a pastor. When you look at their attitude towards you. I told her sister. I wrote a message. Sister. sister if I were you. I would be humble enough. But I advise you. One day. When you get a pastor. And he's a real man of God. You should learn to respect him. Then she wrote back, hey, you're my pastor. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry if I've been rude. I'll look for you. She has not looked for me. But she come to church every, every Sunday. She has never looked for me. And I don't care. And I'll not look for her. I'm not her pastor. Let me tell you, some of you are going to go to hell for despising God's servant. If we are real servants of God and you have that attitude, let me warn you, you are in trouble. May the Lord, may, may you be caught by the chance that what you are treating that way are not God's servants. But if we are God's servants and you treat us that way and you think you know God personally you don't need that command. You are in trouble. You are in trouble. Such a creature is in trouble. There is no way. No way you can make it. No way you can have favor with God. No way. You the way you treat your pastor is the way you, are, you treat Jesus. The way you treat your pastor. Jesus received that treatment directly. That's true. That is the word. 
Chichigambo. One day you will realize that God had given you a pastor. And that was your favor. God is favor for you. Ah. Brother, a person who has been forgiven, you even need to console that person. Don't mind. God forgive you. Brother Branham lied. And he told the wife, tell them I'm not, I'm not in and he moved out. And he went to pray for a child and God rebuked him. Brother Branham came back and repented to the wife. He repented to the tax government officer. And he went before God. And he spent the whole day praying. And at the end of the day, he is not yet sure whether God has forgiven him or not. And he said, Lord, if you've truly forgiven me, may you pass before me. Give me a sign. As you pass before Moses, also pass before me. And then a hallway before him. And it fell upon his life. And he felt like the burden has left him. And he jumped up and down in the and he shouted, screamed with a scream, with a voice. Because he's sure, he's now happy he's been forgiven. The whole day, he is praying even for a sign whether he has been forgiven or not. Do you, you think, for you, you think forgiveness is easy? That's why you say. We can start a meeting, work signs and wonders. I not sit here. I not sit here. I go out. And sometimes, in the meeting, blind see, deaf hear. The people come around and roll. That's wonderful. When the revival is gone, you don't hear of them no more. They are right back. Well, yes, I believe that. What it needs tonight is not a new preacher. What it needs is the Holy Spirit. Get out among us, the people. God stirring them up. Hungering and thirsting for righteous sake. Blessed are they when they hunger and thirst for righteousness. 
For they shall be filled. Wherever it is, it takes the Holy Spirit to do it. Now, in these days when this when they take man out there, and maybe hoeing in the cornfield, the master walking down, whipping him with a whip. Hurry up there. Hurry up there. Go to hurry up with, with this. But just as soon as that trumpet sounded, that man could throw that hole. I won't hold with it no more. If that taskmaster, the slave driver, was forbidden, was forbidden to touch him anymore. Because he was free. Why? He had had the good news that Jubilee was on. The atonement was made and all the slaves could go free. Brother, there is no way in this day at all to escape this damnation that waits the people outside of an old-fashioned Holy Ghost center. I have nothing against my brethren. And I'm speaking of myself. But we are evangelists. Billy Grams is a great evangelist. Billy Roberts. Robert's a great evangelist. Them are great men. We appreciate them. But we don't need evangelists. What is it? Organization. Organizing politics, getting the Methodists, Baptists, Methodists, groups together to cooperate and show how big we can be and how many we can draw out. We don't need that. We need a waiting on God. Till the Holy Ghost comes with power and deliverance. We need salvationists. Not evangelists. We need salvation. We can take this mountain. Who is that mountain before us? It will be like a plane. God say remain in that land. What we need today is not a revival, a breaking out of salvation like the days of West Revival when the people in the shops fell under conviction crying and bootle. What we need eh? is like the days of West Revival when the people fell under conviction crying. The bootleg joints and places closed up. And went to weeping and praying. That's what we need today. Not gather 150,000. Like they did the other day. Some of them saying, And other ones saying something else. go out and get sociable. Sociable and That's not a day of prayer. What we need a day of weeping. A mount. 
a morning awaiting until God sends the Holy Ghost His witness not an empty shell not an empty denomination but date tabernacle in men oh I would read many of these quotes but time is his first pen let us bow our head. Close our eyes. Heavenly Father. Send mercy. You said you shall pour the spirit of grace. Upon the house of David and in the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And they will cry for you. As one that cries for his firstborn. Mercy would cause them to cry. And mourn. Lord God. Let mercy fall on us. Remove the hardness Lord. Remove the the thorns. Remove the weeds, Lord. Let our ground soften, Lord. Let the Holy Ghost come and and break it. Until it. Lord, let us circumcise the, the 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 flesh of our hearts lekatukomole emibiri jemiti majafe let mercy reign lekechi sachifuge in the name of the lord jesus christ mulinyanya yesu kristo 